What is the event podcast will begin in five, three, one, four. Welcome to What is the Event Podcast with Jimmy and Georgia, the first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC. Your place to talk about it. Event podcast with Jimmy and Georgia, the first podcast dedicated to the event on NBC. And this is, and sorry about the delay in this go around, folks. I had some TV problems on Monday night where uh, my signal for NBC just kind of went out on me about 15 minutes into the show, and so couldn't really do much anything with that. And then yesterday, I just wasn't feeling well, so I didn't, I didn't get around to recording anything. So I am sorry for the delay, and. Thank you guys and gals for sticking with us. And uh, yeah, we're going to get into our uh, little first segment here in just a moment where we like to talk about a little bit of event news. All right, we're going to do that now. (laughs) From the What is the Event Podcast Studios, it's the event news with Jimmy in Georgia. All right, well, first up, I'm going to go ahead and talk about a little bit of the rating news. Um, Basically, we're pretty steady from the previous week. This week, the event got just over 4 million viewers. And then the all-important 18 to 49 group had pretty much 1.2 million viewers again, which was, the, I think, the same as last week. And actually, the kind of bad part of that is all the entire Monday night lineup for NBC, either it was the series low or it tied the series low for the ratings. And so, not so good. But uh, I don't know, NBC, I don't know what their deal is when it comes down to a lot of that kind of stuff. But anyway, we're going to head on over to our next little thing we'd like to talk about. The event is coming. It is a blog that the creators of the show put out, and it has some, some interesting stuff there. In the last few days, on the 21st, there was a post about the music of the event, and if you'd like to hear more about that, um, you actually can get some information from for Scott Starrett, and it has some stuff there just about how he goes through this whole deal. And it also talks a little bit about, you know, it being springtime, and then this was put out, you know, the day of the new episode, so it did kind of tease um, a little bit about Jarvis and Dempsey and stuff. So, anyway, if you want to check that out, feel free to do that. Is theeventiscoming.com. And then also we like to look at the True Seeker 5314, and their latest post was on the 18th, which was, you know, a few days before the last episode. It's called Under Siege, and it shows a uh, church surrounded by the SWAT team in L.A., as, you know, as we well know, they like to kind of tease something that's not really too spoilerific um, before an episode and kind of give you some little little tiny heads up on stuff. So I think that's kind of neat how they do that. And um, yeah, I guess that's going to be all for our short little event news section. And we're going to head on over into our little revent cap. It's the part of the show where we recap the event. 
The revent cap the cap the portion of portion of the show where we recap recap the event. All right, it's time for the revent cap, and we start off the show with the previously only event as always, pretty much, and then we're at um, what it looks to be SETI, the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, and a signal is coming in. One of the guys is really excited about this, wants to contact the NSA. Oh, but good old Anthony says some few things, makes some changes to the satellites, and shoots his little partner in the back of the head. He quickly calls Thomas, tells him a message has come in. It's complicated. Um, Thomas tells him to copy all the data, wipe it clean. And he tells his buddies that something terrible has happened back home. And then we see Dempsey. He's scouting some to find some new girls to experiment on. He's looking for the special ones, of course. He wants the girl in the purple sweater. He tells that he's about to um, go to the airport. And he wants to have this girl in his possession by the time he gets back. And his little associate um, says she'll make sure she'll have some of the extract ready for him. And then she starts the process of kidnapping the little girl. And then how Holbrook is looking evil there, looking at him. And he honestly starts to remind me of Emperor Palpatine a little bit. <laughs> Senator Palpatine, I guess he was before or whatever. But anyway, it does just kind of creepy. And then, all right, we see Sean and Vicky again from last week. We get a little more uh, into the scene this time, though. And we find out that he tracked her down by using her mom's old cell phone number. And he also tells her that he has a virus set up in his cell phone. If he doesn't enter a code every two hours that her mother's and her son's location will go viral on the internet and of course those people she doesn't want to find them will and so she says she will help him and the man that he's looking for is James Dempsey a billionaire one of the most powerful men in the country but she also says that she's tried to stop him by using the vice president but she wasn't able to really do anything and Sean's very surprised by the by the vice president being involved in the assassination attempt but he says he wants to try to try what he can do anyway basically and then we get over to the president and he is Briefing his people about the sleepers and the uranium rods, and that basically, as far as they know, the um, next part of their plan is to bring more of their people here and basically invade the Earth. And they know there's, that Sophia's out in San Francisco, and they're still waiting for her to use her cell phone. But the president wants the best on this case, not local law enforcement. And so he asked one of the generals who the, his best Marine group is, and uh, there's a, re- a reconnaissance group out in Alameda, California, and that's who the president wants, but... Apparently there's some law from 140 years ago that would prohibit the use of military force on U.S. soil, but the president like, nah, I don't care. I want it done. And so that's what's going to happen. But then the old Vice President Jarvis we haven't seen in several episodes busts through the doors, interrupts the meeting to a round of applause. And we see Thomas just for a split second, the plane flies away, which is just kind of strange. And we see Michael and Sophia in a house. They're talking about how the president perceives her and everything going on there. And then the cell phone rings. It's Thomas. He says he wants to meet. He wants to talk to her face-to-face. And he's going to call a meeting of all their people because of the message he received back from their their people back home. And uh, he said he's going to send out a text to the location of the meeting and basically want Sophia there. But if she doesn't show up, he'll just tell her people without her, whatever. And then we go back to the president, and he meets um, Jarvis. Old Jarvis comes in his, his oval office. But Jarvis um, says basically nothing's happened. That's on record anyway. He plans to continue to serve his country. If the president tries to stop him, he will go public with what he knows. And the president grabs him, and, you know, he's about to go medieval on him or something. And then Sterling comes in tells him they've located Sophia's cell phone, and the Marines are on the way. The president says to take her alive if you can, but if you can't. All right, well, Sean is trying to find out more about Dempsey and those people. Vicky tells Sean that Dempsey tried to kill the president because of the aliens. 
Sean says that she doesn't make sense because of you know some of the things she's he's seen her do murdering and killing and kidnapping and stuff. And she gives him this sob story about what happened to her and her stepdad and blah blah blah. But it's not true and she says there's no reason before the way she is, she just came out that way. And so we see Sterling, he goes in to talk with the president and just kinda of check on him to see if he's losing it or not. President blames himself for the mess that they've gotten into and says that he needs to change to fix it, but he doesn't want to be interrupted again. Uh, Sean goes in search for the Wi-Fi at a diner. Vicky wants to know what she's supposed to do if he dies, since she expects him to. It's like a suicide mission or whatnot, and he says that she'll just have to figure out a way to keep him alive if she's you know so concerned about her mom and son. And Sean learns that Jarvis is back to work and he'll be attending a fundraiser. And so Vicky's like, hack the guest list. And so they go through this whole rigmarole. And so basically they have to find someone already going to the party and steal their identity. And that is what they do. Um, so we cut to this lady who's getting ready for the fundraiser. Ted is looking for the tickets. Oh, they're in his jacket pocket. Vicky's outside the room in a towel. She looks like Kate from Lost right here. I, don't, I never thought that before. But for some reason that just reminded me of good old Katie on Lost. But anyway, she, Sean pulls out a gun. Uh, which I thought was kind of dumb, so why'd they do all this stuff? But, I don't know, I guess they just get him out of the way. But Vicky wants to kill them after they got them shot, just tied up, and they've gone through the you know the whole process of making fake IDs and making fake um, thumbprints and all this kind of stuff. But Sean convinces her not to shoot them, and he just hits them in the head really hard with his gun, knocks them out. And so the um, sleepers there are back in California with Leela and they're talking about this meeting with Thomas and they don't trust him and blah 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 blah. Leela's eavesdropping in the conversation and she finds out that it's in LA and I guess she ends up following Carlos, I think that was his name, to the meeting because she shows up there um, later in the show. And so Michael and Sophia are discussing what to do. She gets a text message about the meeting as well and the Marines are outside. She is in their sights. The president is watching the whole thing. And then Sterling gets the message that over 200 of these text messages were sent out. And they're basically comes to the conclusion that these were sent to the sleepers. And the president thinks this is a chance to get them all together. So Sean and, and Vicky arrive at the Ambassador Hotel. Vicky has blonde hair now. That's interesting. Sean's very nervous. Vicky goes through with no problem. Sean has to try twice for his thumbprint to take. And this whole little scene reminded me of the show Chuck. For some reason, I'm not sure if they reused the same set or if they, I don't know. It just reminded me of like that spy, espionage kind of things. And so Vicky goes into the restroom, pulls out, I guess, like a ceramic gun from her thigh and has two bullets from a lipstick case and is ready to go see Jarvis. They um, get him to go into a secure room, have him kind of call away from his little security detail. And Sean and Vicky are trying to get information. The rest president says there's not anything. And so basically Sean finally is about to go medieval on him. Grabs the uh, the gun from from Vicky. Puts it to his throat. And you know, he just says he doesn't have anything else to lose. And then if he doesn't tell him something, he's going to put a bullet in his head. So basically finally the Jarvis tells him that um, Dempsey has gone to France and, and to the Jarrell Mountains. And he doesn't know why. Security team breaks in and Sean and Vicky get away. Which is kind of sad because it's a vice president. But anyway, Michael and Sophia are heading towards the meeting place. They're walking down the street and they end up at St. Andrew's Cathedral, which was vacant for years but was bought by a developer a few months back. And uh, the satellite feed goes to infrared and we see that there are about 200 people inside. Uh, the Marines and whoever else are coming in, there's a ton of them eventually as it surrounds this place. Thomas goes on to tell his people that there's a supernova going on in their galaxy. 
and that their planet is going to be hit by these gamma rays within two weeks, and unless the year their planet would be uninhabitable, that their plan to you know bring thousands of their people here with their portal is no longer um, you know even a good plan. It's obsolete, I guess. That they have to bring all of their people here. It's time to migrate to this planet and basically take it over if they want their civilization to survive. That's pretty much it. But the guard outside the front does see that the troops are starting to move in. He sees one of the snipers up in a window. And uh, Thomas is informed that the government's outside. He's kind of walking up towards the church. The president is looking on. Sophia is waiting to see what happens, I guess. And the show is over. I mean, it was a good, like, oh, okay, we want to see what happens next week kind of thing. But I don't know. I, I don't know. This has been a better one to have a two-parter or something. I don't know. It was a good episode. Definitely was. And so people are definitely missing out if they're not watching. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's going to end up our event cap. We're going to jump over into the event line, everyone. So stick around. We are now entering the portion of the show referred to as the event line. All right. Um, Now it is the time we like to call the event line. Um, We're going to get into some emails starting off here. First up, we have a couple emails from Jacob talking about the voting. Um, He had mentioned on the Twitter last week, we mentioned on the last episode, and he says this on the 22nd. The event beat burn notice. Sorry, not Mad Men. My bad. With 51% of the votes, the event will now go against Dexter, who blew away Luther and beat Chuck by a good margin. Please vote. And the address is buzzfocus.com slash 2011 slash 03 slash 09 slash buzzfocus dash first dash annual dash spring dash TV dash madness. Wow, the only one. I'll put that in the AAC feed for everyone. And it says voting for this round starts early Thursday morning and ends Sunday night at 12. Or early Monday morning at 12. Thanks, Jacob. And then next up, he says, Today I got a message this afternoon. It says, The voting closed 24 hours after I thought. And it killed the event. Sorry about that earlier. So I guess that meant the burn notice beat the event. Sorry about that, everyone. But uh, I think that is what he was implying by that. And then also um, another um, email I got in from today. And I uh, thank you, sir, Brian Malosh, for sending this in. Jimmy, I have a theory and prediction. Theory. Dempsey's experiments go awry, and that triggers the event. Perhaps they cause a plague. I doubt it will be a zombie apocalypse, since that would be too cliche. But something with Dempsey's work triggers it. Of course, we don't understand yet what he has to see through. Prediction. According to the post, and he has a, a link here to uh, SlicesOfTheSciFi.com, teasing something that's going to happen on the event. And uh, this could be spoilerific. You might want to skip ahead 20 or 30 seconds. All right, here we go. Stop, skip. Now, someone will die in the next episode based on what we've seen. I am predicting that the person who is about to die is Leela Buchanan. It makes sense having Leela die will cause Sean to go over the brink. She's also a character that some find annoying, and they're often the ones that go. Another possibility would be Isabel, but I don't think she qualifies as a major character. Well, we'll see if I'm right. Sincerely, Brian Malosh. And he actually helped me uh, say <laughs> I know how to pronounce his name there, so thanks for that, Brian. And thanks for that email. I appreciate that. Don't get enough of those, so i definitely like to have those in our event line section. have several things from the Twitter to get into. Um, the Event Fan Central on the 16th says, The event actually won after being at 24% three days ago. The event won by eight votes, and the percent show 50-50. On the 17th, the Event Fan Central says, Thanks for the shout-out. Round 2 starts tomorrow morning. The Event Fan Central on the 17th again says, By the way, I love the joke about renaming Hanson 
to handsome smiley face. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it was funny because it sounded like he said handsome to me a little bit. Anyway, also on the 17th, he says, The event won in the first round of the tournament. Please vote around, again around two and, and provides the link. On the 18th from Iowa underscore card, we have a follow Friday. Thanks for that, sir. And then also from the event live, they said, Hey, it's Friday. If you like the event, follow Friday, the event fan central event podcast and some others, which is always nice of everyone to do that. And also bad underscore Wobot 1013. Um, I had an event follow Friday for myself and several others related to the show, which is wonderful. Thanks so much for that to everyone. And I put out several tweets asking for theories and thoughts and such. Chad Cleland, who we heard from a few weeks ago, who was a uh, someone who works on the show, actually sends this message to a couple of us. He says, at a podcast, just wait until the next episode. <clears throat> Fecal matter hits the fan, if you will. <laughs> and then uh, EKRUBMJ on the Twitter says, Thomas will walk out of the church with his hands up and surrender to the feds outside. And that was on March the 22nd. And that is all from the Twitter. We don't have any voicemails to get into, so we're going to head on over to our slightly spoilerific section. And that will be followed up by our Erratic Event Theory of the Week. And so we'll give you a a heads up here in just a moment that if you want to skip ahead and don't want to hear next week's episode title and description, you can do that. And if Sue, just you know, skip ahead around 40 seconds, or if you're in the AAC feed, you can just click next to the next chapter, and that way you won't have to hear those things you don't want to hear. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and get into next week's episode title and official description. Episode 15, Face Off. Negotiations ensue for the release of Sleepers. Hal Holbrook guest stars. President Martinez and Blake Sterling have the Sleepers surrounded, but after Sophia triggers a national disaster, negotiations ensue. Elsewhere with a lead on the whereabouts of Dempsey, Sean and Vicky continue on their mission. Sarah Romer and others star. And that is episode 15 of The Event. Anyway, this is supposed to be done by this really great cinematographer, and so this may be The Event, everyone. We'll have to wait and see. All right, well, it is time for my erratic event theory of the week. Really way too obvious. My first thought was, hey, he'll just teleport him out of there again. Okay, well, don't want to say that. It's too obvious um, and probably won't be done since they've already tried that trick once before. I'm going to say that. Thomas is going to do a good old negotiation with somebody and pull the old, we have uranium rods that could kill lots of people. If you don't, blah, 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 we're going to get out of here. You know, we're going to release the the rods and kill people. So he's going to use that as his leverage to get his people um, safely away from the church, away from the government agents. I know that's, you know, it's not as cool as teleporting them away, um, but that just seems to be a logical scenario here. Either that or... The government's just going to kill them all. I mean, that would be <laughs> that would be the two most obvious things, and I don't think that the government's going to kill them all because that would just be the end of the show, pretty much. So I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Thomas using his uranium to buy their ticket out of there, and I think that makes up actually a pretty good theory of the week, not necessarily so erratic. All right, well that's going to be it for this Wednesday, which is very late for me. It's usually Monday night or maybe early Tuesday morning. And this is the end of this show, and we always, at the end of the show, like to ask you to contact us. You know, we had a few emails in this week, 
um, some interaction on Twitter, you can do the same thing and send us an email at whatiseventpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. We're at eventpodcast. You can also check out our Facebook page. We're over there, facebook.com slash eventpodcast. You can go to our website, whatiseventpodcast.com. There's all sorts of ways you can contact us. You can even call in 773-41-EVENT. We'd love to have your voicemails. Haven't had one of those in a while. And we'd be glad to play it next time if you call in. All right, well, that's going to wrap up this episode. We'll see you next time, everybody. Peace out. He's going to tell them about the event.